stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good morning, and thank you for joining host Cheryl Esposito for an intriguing hour of Leading Conversations. Each week, Cheryl brings together big thinkers to the Voice America Business Channel. Now here's your host, Cheryl Esposito. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Esposito. So today, we have one of my favorite guests here on Leading Conversations. Kristen Ungmig has been with us several times before. She is founder and convener of the WIN Global Conference and Leadership Forum, WIN being the Women's International Network. She has had a career working for consulting and consulting to major multinational corporations and Kirsten herself has gathered more than 10,000 leaders from around the world to life-changing events across the globe. Kristen, welcome back to Leading Conversations. Thank you, Cheryl. It's great to be here. It's so good to have you here once again. You're one of our favorite guests. So tell us where you are today. Well, today I am in Lausanne, Switzerland. So I'm quite far away from sunny California, but I here also, yeah. Well, wonderful. So this is a little bit of a relaxing time for you because we just, um, I was had the privilege of experiencing and contributing to the success of the WIND Conference in October, which was in Rome this year, one of my favorite cities, and I know one of your favorite yeah. cities. And Definitely. It was just fantastic conference. Um, let's talk a little bit about the conference, and then I want to talk a bit about um, you and kind of your evolution over time and yeah. in your role, you know, as you play, you play in this conference. So the theme of the conference this year was Make Space, Find Possibilities. Yeah. So just talk to us a little bit about how that came to be. How did you decide that that was the thing? Yeah, oh, I had a hard time deciding, but um, I, I spent time, um, what can I say, um, I spent quite a lot of time working on it creatively, too, thinking like, what? where are we now as women leaders, and where are we now in, in time in general, not only for the women leaders, really, but um, I, I felt that we had done so much work over the past years of somehow uh, proving that it was possible and we now have prime ministers of countries we have, you know, we see women in many leading roles. And um, I feel that we are at a, at a place where now it's time to create the future, but as we don't necessarily know exactly how the future would look like, it's uh, a lot right now about creating space where the new can emerge, where and that space is both within ourselves and and around us, really. So um, I spent some time 
in Rome this uh, past year, and I was looking around to to see that city could inspire me also to find the theme and 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 somehow in its bigness in its grandeur in uh, that 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 title came more and more present to me. I was thinking, what did they think? I mean, the great artist of the time, um, in times before, you know, how did they create all these wonders? And so somehow I thought, well, it's about creating big space. It's about space inside, the space around us, and from there we will find wonderful. Possibilities as we move forward. Mm. Well, how wonderful that you actually let the city speak to you. You know, yeah. that is, I think that's a real acquired skill that um, many people are not in touch with. And, and, and many people don't even know they can do this, right? Um, <laughs> it, it is, it is, yeah. you know, it's very much reflective of what you are saying that we need to do. Let yeah. the future emerge. Let it speak to us as we are creating it. Because, you know, I think you're right that um, we don't know what's coming in the future. It's very uncertain times. And what is it that we can do or maybe how we can be not necessarily what we need to do um, in order to let the future be what it needs to be, you know. And I think that, you know, when you think about the, um, the culture of leadership, for years mm. and years and years it has been about doing, driving, um, making happen, and... Mm. You know, are you seeing that leaders are more open to stepping back a bit and being a bit more um, thoughtful and letting things occur? Yeah, I see the trend. I mean, it's it's slowly but surely emerging, and um, and I see that the people around me too. I mean. Yes, sure. On the one hand, we need to plan, we need to, to, to strategize and so on, but it is that other part of letting life unfold but, and being conscious about that. And I see that um, more and more leaders are wondering about how to do that. They're interested in that. So uh, that's certainly something that's coming. Of course, it's not amongst everyone, but there is a, a, a lot of curiosity, a lot of people wondering how can they do that, and, and they understand that this is needed. Mm. So, so have you seen an example? Have you actually had the experience with, you know, you, you work in multinational corporations all the time. Have you had mm-hmm. the experience of knowing uh, a leader who is really skilled at doing this? I mean, I, I, I think I've seen it more in artistic life than in, in the corporate world. Um, in the corporate world, yes, um, what can I say? I mean, I, I, I see we saw it at the conference this year. There were a couple of those speakers that mentioned they are they're working on it. I, I think Paul Polman, yeah. CEO of CEO of Unilever, he mentioned that, uh, and we saw also some of the other speakers who talked creatively about you know how how they are trying to get their organizations to move forward. But I, I think Paul Polman was maybe the best example that came up at this year's conference. And then you had NGO leaders that were even stronger on this. We had the um, 
we had, let's say, from from our first day's conferences, speaker, we had professors, but you were talking about inside companies, oh, who was very good at that. Margaret, Maggie, Barankitze was very good, and your leader, um, Loretta Napoleone, and your leader, were the corporate leaders that we talked to recently. Um, at the very top, uh, yeah, there are, there are some. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I, when I think about the difference between an, the artistic energy or perspective versus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone who is, resides inside the corporation or big business where the pressure is different, right? You know, both mm-hmm. have pressure to perform and their way of getting there is so different because mm-hmm. the, the people inside the corporation or big business have so many different masters, right? They have stockholders, they have the board, they have um, their people who report to them, uh, you know, they have the media. I mean, there are so many different masters. And yeah. the artist, the artist, you know, has certainly the public um, and mm-hmm. themselves, and of course, if they are inside production, they have the director, mm-hmm. yeah. producer, etc. But it seems to me that the expectations are different. People expect the artists to reside in this whole place of the creative, letting it emerge. And so what do we we have to do to shift the expectations that are put on corporate leaders or business leaders? Because it's not just getting them to see things differently. It's about getting those who have expectations of them to see things differently. What's your thinking about, is it possible? Can we even change that? I think this is very, very interesting what you're saying because that's exactly my experience. Sometimes I meet leaders and on a one-by-one, you know, they're thinking that way and they would like to. And then it's all these expectations and they know it's very difficult. So I think one of the... I think, I think, I mean, you need to, yeah, to gather in places like we, you need to, people need to actually be trained and be aware. And a lot of times it feels the media is playing a very big role in shaping our opinions. And, and yeah. if you don't uh, actually take a deep breath and, and ask yourself, what do I really think about this? And, and if you're only shaped by what's going on around us, uh, it's, it's difficult. Um, so I think the, the, it's a big both social change as well as uh, organizational changes that need to happen to make this possible. And I mean, strong individuals, I think it resonates to people once they hear it. They, they know they want it. It's just they don't exactly know how to start it. That's what I feel right now. Um, so by meeting in places such as the Wing Conference or other places where a group of people can be exposed to a possibility of of a more creative and authentic uh, living at the same time as you're also planning and doing your action. Um, I think that's one step towards uh, more like a balanced way of being. Well, you know, it, it seems to me it's almost an overwhelming task. You know, almost yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it's so daunting yeah. to think to yeah. make that kind of a change, and yet yeah. what I have found about major social change is that mm-hmm. there becomes what's called a tipping point. 
there are yeah. just enough people in a culture uh, or yeah. a society who just mm-hmm. enough people, and it doesn't have to be 50% of the people, right? It's just enough people who yeah. believe in this that then create yeah. the tipping point where it becomes yeah. more the norm, right? Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you think we're anywhere near that tipping point? I think so. I mean, what is so exciting, I just see that the events that I organize and with my team and everything, and we are trying to put out these themes, you know, make space, find possibilities, or creating history, courage to, to be the change. We are attracting more and more people. And this is a time of crisis, and still we are getting higher and higher numbers. Yeah. We're coming, you know, we're growing, and more and more people are write, writing to us. More and more people are interested in this. So I think we are very near, just from, you know, taking the temperature of this, I just think we are very near. Right. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's trends going on. I mean, one trend is, is the very opposite of more and more fear and more and more scary things. But that other trend is also very um, moving fast and it's accelerating. And that's, that's the exciting thing. Well, I think the acceleration can't help, can't happen fast enough. <laughs> right? You know, we want this big change to occur all around the world. I, I, you know, I heard you say earlier that um, oftentimes when you speak one-on-one to these leaders, um, mm-hmm. they are very open and forthcoming about their desire and belief in this kind of change. And, um, and yet when they get back into their work world or back into those expectations we just spoke about, um, yeah. they almost um, hide that part of themselves because yeah. it's not acceptable to yeah. be sharing that. And it seems to me that um, coming to the conference, the WIND conference, is a place for them to be able to breathe and speak their truth, right? To to share yeah. their thoughts with each other. Yeah, this is uh, this is so true, and I I I see that we asked for somebody that did a survey this year, and we asked some sort of feedback, and so many people say exactly that, Cheryl, that mm-hmm. they feel um, so. Uh, they feel them, they can be themselves. And one lady, she said, it's like a parallel world where I've been for three days and I could be myself and I was part of this global community. And um, they, they, they can be, and they want to be like that. And some also stated that that's how they want to be, but they feel it's difficult in an organization because there are expectations of them. So this issue of expectation is huge. Right. Um, and and uh, and I think particularly for for many women, uh, also they are uh, looking for role models. While maybe the role model is just themselves, but it's it's, it's sort of in a in an area right now where all I see they all are searching for this confidence to be able to be themselves. Um, so it's an interesting, interesting phase right now also for, for women because they're becoming more and more aware that it is possible. And now it's like just how to find that way and how to, yeah, how to not, not also ruin their careers where they feel that that is something they're not willing to do. So there's some interesting journeys I think to be made now. Mm, yeah. 
you know, I, I think that you have traveled this road that requires so much courage, um, helping others to believe in possibilities, yeah? Over yeah. the years, this was uh, Wynn's 15th their conference. There mm-hmm. have been 14 conferences before this. It was yeah. the 15th year this has occurred. Mm-hmm. And, and you, know, you, you not only... Um, convene and, you know, handle the logistics, making sure that it all comes off, which is an amazing feat in itself. Um, But, you know, you have the courage to stand in the belief that we can have more, we can have have it um, better, we can um, live those changes that we want to see. And that in itself takes a lot of courage to stand in this Hugely, um, well, it's, it's almost a traditional type of um, belief system that these, these mm-hmm. mostly, mostly women, there are some men who, who come, but mostly women, yeah, yeah, that yeah. they have to stand in every day and invite mm-hmm. them into this different world. And mm-hmm. uh, what I've always been fascinated with is how, even though there is that fear of change yeah. sometimes, yeah. that yeah. these people who come to the conference are so willing to accept you, and it's almost as if you are their courage. Wow, that's interesting, Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. Do, do you, do, I mean, what I always try to do is to, um, and I think, the way I evolve the themes, the conference are topics I work on myself and with my team and with the people around me. Uh, so I feel that um, as it's a, it's a type of listening. I listen outside to the women, to the organizations, to the world, you know, reading the papers, talking to people, uh, and, and kind of listening outside. And at the same time, it's also mainly listening. So it's this dance of what's going outside, what's going on inside, and what's going on, mm-hmm. on, on let's say, in, a, in the empty space so that we can create a way forward. And when I feel certain about that, let's say, on creating the conference team or, or some questions for the for the way forward, I feel then I can stand it, and then I feel courageous enough to just put that out there. Mm-hmm. And then I think, okay, we'll do all we can, and the right number of people will come. Yes, yeah. And the right people will come. Well, and that certainly has happened every year. You know, this year there were more than 900 people, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. interested. I'm interested in um, um, how I have seen over the years how oftentimes the conference theme reflects where you are in your life, and. Mm-hmm. So we have to take a break, but when we come back, I would like us to talk a bit about that, how that reflects your life. We'll be right back. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
Leadership is not static. It evolves as you do. At Alexa Consulting, we work with CEOs, senior leaders, and leaders in transition who want to make a difference. Leaders who believe that good business is good for people, good for the world, and knows that conscious actions can have global impact. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? If you are, then visit our website at www.alexaconsulting.com. That's www.alexasaconsulting.com. Alexa Consulting, developing leaders worldwide. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. We appreciate you joining our leading conversations today. If you would like to participate in today's conversation, please call us now at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to your host, Cheryl. Welcome back to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Esposito. Our special guest today is Kristen Ungmeg, who we are so pleased to have with us calling. We are all talking all the way. She is in Lausanne, Switzerland. So, Kristen, before we went to break, we were talking a bit about um, how oftentimes I've seen throughout the years how the theme of the conference is reflective of where you are personally in your life. And mm-hmm. so, you know, the theme of the conference this year was Make Space, Find Possibilities. Mm-hmm. How is that reflective of where you are in your own evolution? Yeah, that's an interesting question, Cheryl. Uh, yeah, because it's right now I feel in many ways that everything is possible. Somehow it's... Um, it's, I, I, I mean, maybe, you know, when it comes to my work, I felt that uh, even if I, you know, say, well, it's all about the feminine and let's receive and attract and so on, it's also been a lot of do-do-do, you know, a lot of work. And, <laughs> and <laughs> so so having reached a point where now 10,000 people, and I feel that people are really listening to it, it's also, oh, okay, this is interesting. The fight is over somehow, or we have to fight all the time for something, but at the same time, there's a certain part of of this work that is now um, well received by by many many people and organizations, which means that oh, that there's a new opportunities, new possibilities that can also open for me, and I don't necessarily know exactly what they are. Um, they can be now we are seeing that uh, people want women in many countries. We started off doing something in Japan, we're doing something in India. It's like it's growing on a global scale. And so this is one thing that I'm listening to. Uh, so, so I'm trying to also now be very aware in this period uh, of my life to what is, what is emerging as I'm making trying to make space for 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 new directions and, and so on and, and 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 it feels something big also with with women. Maybe this can become something much, much bigger than I have thought and, and there are things mm. like that happening. Um 
so uh, yeah so, so especially also the incredible people I keep meeting you know uh, traveling and who the, the speakers that come to the conference, the participants, the people I just meet randomly. So, so right now I I also see that it's um, yeah. They, they, I, I don't know exactly clearly what I will do next, but what I see is that uh, I'm, I'm consciously listening to what can uh, can emerge, and at the same time making plans, of course, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like going to India and stuff. So yeah. So when you think about your own future, what are the qualities, what are the qualities that you would like to experience in your day, in your weeks, you know, what what kind type of qualities would you hope exist? In a day, in a week, yeah, for me it's very important um, to have at least certain moments in the day, I need to feel I'm in a creative flow, uh, and I need to feel I get something done. Also, it's very important to me, and I need to have social interactions. I need to be with people. I love being on a team. Um, so that's something I realize. Uh, also, it's very important to 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 make things happen together with other people. Uh, and then I need to be creative. That's something I, I, I see. If I spend too much time just doing emails and spreadsheets, and uh, and without the, the possibility to have uh, any creative life, I, I my soul dies. I mean, I need to have a space for that as well. Right. So an ideal day, a week, I have time for that, and of course, time with family, my son, and and my family in general is also very important. Relationships. So. Uh, so it's not only uh, work. So I think a, a great t- ideal day is 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 uh, where time to be in relationship, time to be with family, uh, my son, and work, and a great team, and a great neighbors. You know, all of that matters. Mm. Well, you know, it's <laughs> I, I'm I'm reminded that um, so many of us believe. We can have it all, and we we create our life. We create our life so that we include all those things, right? And and sometimes um, creating all those things in our life um, oftentimes means that we don't have much time left in the day, you know, I to know, sleep, so right? Yeah. And um, so I'm wondering what what are your challenges? You know, mm-hmm. wanting to have all of that in your life. Yeah, oh, there's uh, challenges that sometimes I, you know, being so, uh, I was interested in so many things, and I would like to do a course in tango dancing, I would like to do something, I don't know, many things, like, I just can't do it, I want to do it, yeah. and, and at the moment, uh, there are some hobbies that have to be on hold, uh, <laughs> because uh, there's just, uh, there isn't enough time, but, but at the same time, just to it's still it's important to be disciplined of you know doing at least uh, some activities a week for yourself. Also, um, I started to be better and better at that now than before because when, also when you have an exciting job like me and exciting family, so to speak, it's still important to 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 take out a little hour here and there to do your yoga to do something that's Fun or something that to give you reflective time. Mm. 
<laughs> because when you have uh, even even when your job is your hobby, so to speak, it's this is very important. And 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 that maybe is what worries me the most when I work the hardest. It's like, oh, wow, I need to have the time, my creative space. Um, and and it's it's not easy. Um, it's uh, and and for me it requires even I need to 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 really be strict on that because if I overwork, I I just get too tired and. Right, right. It, we, you know, which is kind of the um, it's a paradox because we need the time away for rejuvenation, but we're too tired yeah. to take time away for rejuvenation. <laughs> you know, we have to fight through that tiredness in order, and that I mean that is that discipline you were talking about. You know, just I mean, do it, just do it, really right? Easy, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so you do yoga. Oh, yeah. and you know what? What else brings you reflective time? Yeah, I've been doing. I mean, before when I was younger, I, I did um, uh, I did more theater, and lately I haven't had mm-hmm. time for it. But I do from time to time. I do workshops. Um, mm. uh, so I've been studying acting in the summer. I did a few weeks of of studying and uh, workshops and doing scene work and just to do something completely different. And and I mean, I miss that. I'd like to do more of that. Um, and um, but on a daily and a weekly basis, yeah, I do I do yoga and I miss with friends. I think that's what I have time to do right now. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, do you find that when you are in this reflective time, um, that your creative juices get flowing? Do you ever have an aha while you're doing yoga? Yeah, I mean. Uh, um, I, I, yeah, I, I relax so I can. I, I do. I do. I do that. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, in, in that relaxed state, um, you come back and do you find yourself um, being more open to possibility? Is that does it then put you yeah, in that definitely, space? Definitely, yeah. definitely, and also all the work I've done studying creativity through you know the creative arts and. and it's, it's, I feel all of that has been part of my entire journey. And when I, uh, when I do my, my work, meditate or do the yoga or do other exercises, I can connect for the rest of the day too. And then, then I am more open. So it's very important to take that space so that, um, to allow the possibility to listen inside and to listen outside too, to, to, to see the spaces and to see, um, you know, everything that's around without being too busy in your head all the time. I think all that work um, on connecting with your body, connecting with, uh, with uh, being, being still, basically, it's extremely yeah. important right now. Right, right. It's so, you know, you spend a lot of time, you spend a lot of time with um, people in corporations, you spend a lot of time yeah. seeing, you know, what's happening in the world, in, in mm-hmm. the economy, um, in commerce. Yeah. What is your observation about um, what's happening in the corporate um, kind of life. I mean, you know, there are some people who believe that corporate, the corporate structure has outlived its um, capacity to support the world. And so that something else might be coming to take its place, Mm -hmm. 
no one else knows what that is. Are, are you? Do you believe that? Do you, do you see the corporate structure? I mean, I, I hear what you mean, and there are times I think so, too. And at the same time, I sometimes see, wow, there are so many practical people in the corporate, in corporate world that could really get something done. I mean, there are lots and lots of bright people and yeah. who are trained to get things done. So that's why, I'm some, why I sometimes think it's interesting to work with the corporate world, because mm-hmm. if you can... If, if if they just can move towards the right direction and do the right things, and many are, you know, um, then you have a huge potential. Uh, and at the same time, you see how many um, women also say they, they struggle because the organizations are very masculine built, masculine culture, so the context is difficult. Uh, and... Uh, and, and some of them have been very, very money-driven. I mean, no, many organizations are trying to change, and they focus more on sustainability, inclusivity, and so on and so forth. Um, so a lot of good programs, a lot of good things going on, and, and, and also not all of them are up to, up to yet. But um, so, I, so I don't know. Um, I mean, there are some people that would say, you know, there's no point trying to change from inside. Let's mm-hmm. just change outside, start smaller, start your own business, social enterprises, or, or whatever. And at the same time, yeah, it's hard to say. I still hope that it's possible also to do good things uh, with a big organization. Yeah. The danger is sometimes when an organization gets too big is that you are too distant from your... If the if the decision makers become too far away from the customers, from the communities, if decisions are made far away from the heart of the matter, so to speak, it's that's when it's dangerous, you know. And that's that's what's exciting with smaller organizations. You can really, you know, your people. You start, you love your people. You care for everyone, and um, and that can sometimes be more difficult when organizations get bigger. I think that's where where we need to look at putting more heart, more caring. That's really interesting. So that speaks a bit to the decentralizing of the organization and putting more power in the local arena. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I... One of the things that I know you have a lot of experience with in traveling around the world and um, in experiencing different cultures our mm. world is our world is um i would say in a lot of turmoil right now yeah. and and different areas of the world you know are experiencing different types of turmoil um yeah. i want to take a break let's take a break but when we come back yeah. i want to talk about your perspective on mm-hmm. the world and and the future and what's happening yeah. there we'll be right back
Leadership is not static. It evolves as you do. At Alexa Consulting, we work with CEOs, senior leaders, and leaders in transition who want to make a difference. Leaders who believe that good business is good for people, good for the world, and knows that conscious actions can have global impact. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? If you are, then visit our website at www.alexaconsulting.com. That's www.alexaconsulting.com. Alexa Consulting, developing leaders worldwide. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. We appreciate you joining our leading conversations today. If you would like to participate in today's conversation, please call us now at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to your host, Cheryl. Arise from your sleep, Africa. Welcome back to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Esposito. Our guest today is Kristen Ungmig, and we are talking about the world and possibility. So, Kristen, you have the experience of traveling around the world, of working with people in different cultures, of um, yeah. having the ability to, to immerse yourself in those cultures. And, yeah. you know, as we said at the end of the last segment, the, there's a lot of turmoil in the world right yeah. now, and there's a mm-hmm. lot of uncertainty about mm-hmm. what's coming next, right? So what mm-hmm. is your perspective on... You know what we should be looking at as a human race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What 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 is important? Yeah, it's um, interesting, Cheryl. Um, there are a lot of challenges right now, and I I I think it's also um, great opportunities because we are uh, the world is becoming somehow smaller and smaller, and everyone is is understanding now uh, very clearly our interconnectedness and how uh, things are interdependent. Um, So this is a good learning we we all face, whether it's weather conditions like you have in the U.S. right now or or famine or, or, you know, whatever is going on. I I also think that uh, traveling around the world or, or Emerging yourself with people of different cultures is extremely important for each and every one of us mm. uh, on growth journey too. Because by meeting other people that are different from yourself, you you quickly see um, you have a chance to see yourself from outside, and and also you see that actually we are not that different. Um, there are certain cultures that are very different. I have spent time both in Japan and India uh, this past uh, year, and I see wow, it's so different. But it also, and it's so fascinating. It's so fascinating. It's almost touching when you see um, <laughs> how how wonderful uh, how wonderful it is with these differences, and how wonderful it is that we can connect and and be together. Uh, so. And I, and I think that's what's important to know. I think you can learn so much. I realize, like, when I see these businesswomen from India, they don't come in black and gray and dark blue. They're in their saris in different colors, you know. Yes. 
And, yeah. and, and that's what's fascinating. They're family, and then they do their business. And, uh, and then I went to Japan, and there you have another kind of very focused energy. Um, it is an event there. It was silent in the room, but they were not, not working. The active listening that was going on was fascinating. And the attention to beauty and detail. Uh, you know, so every place I see all these different things, and it's just so fascinating. And 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 I think that's now uh, a very a great time in, in the world where we can have a chance to travel, have a chance to learn so many different ways from each other. Um, and and now and now and and then again, it's challenging too because there are there are a lot of uh, turmoil, there are trouble, and there's been um, weather. Conditions, tsunamis in Japan. You had um, so so. It's all the time where we need to stay together. So we need to understand that we are part of the same uh, part of the same thing, and and that we need to help each other because one day it happens to, to some of us, and the next day someone else, and this is becoming more and more clear. Um, and I think also now that. Uh, it's also a time where uh, we, people we need to speak up as well. Um, when we, um, I mean, it's, it's not easy. When you, let's say I come from Norway, it's a, it's a country with um, very egalitarian society, and um, we have independence. Like you have in the U.S. too, women are independent. And you go in other countries where they've had, where they have arranged marriages, and you see that uh, maybe they don't have the same type of freedom as, as we are used to. So I can't go there and tell them what's right. I have to listen to what's, what, what is right for them. At the same time, um, I think this interaction can give possibilities also that maybe someone that feels stuck in a certain culture by meeting and seeing that something is possible somewhere else is a possibility. Something more is now possible. And that's something I think is so interesting with this exchange that if you see that why well, in Japan they do, you know, certain things in such a beautiful way, now I learned that that's possible, you know, you don't need to do you know, boring or see that you can go to business in a yellow dress. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So all these new things or they see that why well, you can you can be a single mother or you can you, you, you can work and have a family or whatever, you know. So yeah. all these changes are, are really, really important. Well, I love what you're saying, um, because when the typical Western culture um yeah. Yeah, around business is is pretty conservative. It's conservative in um Dress is conservative in uh, presentation of self, you know, etc. And and I love what you say about you know we can't go there and tell anybody else in a different country or a different culture um, how to do things. And, and you know what I find, and one of the things about the Win Conference is there mm-hmm. are women from around the world who come together with very different ideas and and that common desire to make the world a better place. And and what I find is that what I learn from some of the women who are in cultures that, from my perspective, are a bit oppressive, uh, (laughs) then, you know, they seem to have a way 
to make change and make things happen within their own cultural construct. And it doesn't take my way. You know, my Mm. way to make change is not the only way to make change. And so we see success um, in building companies. We see success in their outreach into the world. We see um, their success in helping to shift some of the perceptions in their own culture Mm. where, Mm. you know, perhaps the Western view could be, well, you have to fight in order to make that happen or you have to just give up, you know, or leave. Mm. And, you know, what what I learned from them is, no, you have to work inside that culture in a way that the culture can um, experience what you have to offer um, and not be threatened by it. Mm. Do you see that? Yeah, I see. I see that a lot, and it's it's so 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 fascinating how 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 yeah how people deal with it differently, and um, yeah, and 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 that's something that uh, what you realize too is like you see you know by by exposing yourself to that you suddenly see another way, and 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 that is uh, really important to see. Mm. Um, I, I, I felt that so strongly also earlier this year we did this event in Japan and there were particularly many um, Japanese there was it was also global but not as global as a global event. But sure. mixing the people and, and giving um but just all these case histories, the, the sharing uh, I just felt so strongly that so many people suddenly could see different ways. And then without pushing anything on anyone, people just go home or they start thinking about, wow, yeah, that's another way. That's a possibility. Um, so, so, yeah, and just as you were saying here that we see a way of changing that is not like pushing, pushing to get the change through. That is something new. So, so um, yeah, very fascinating. Mm. So you, what I've seen you do over years is out of the global annual conference um, Mm -hmm. as you were mentioning earlier, you have cultivated some of these regional groups um, around the world who are now um, creating smaller forums throughout the year. You know, it's almost as if, you know, to build up to the yeah. uh, annual global forum. And do you see, um, do, you, do you experience differences in the feeling of those forums? Is it different from the feeling of the large conference? Yeah, it's, um, it's different and it's also at the same um Incredibly uh, similar. I mean, of course, it's very different if you are in Abu Dhabi or if you are in Tokyo yeah. or in, in London. Uh, and at the same time, when we gather these uh, women together under a common theme or more than anything, a common vision, perhaps, um, it is not that different, you know. And that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. It's different. And it's not that <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, and, and this is the beauty of being with, um, for everybody, being with cultures different from one's own because 
the opportunity to engage simply as a person, engage yeah. simply as a human being, and yeah. then on top of that, say, oh, and yes, um, you know, we each live in different cultures, um, yeah. and what can we learn from one another? Um, yeah. I, I so just relish the experience, you know, it just mm. is so important for all of us you know, around the yeah. world. So do you think that the human race has um, a chance to survive and not absolutely kill itself off? <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting because, I mean, we could, of course, kill ourselves off. <laughs> we have the possibility right now. And I, I don't think so. I don't, I mean, we have to be worried there are crazy people out there. And there are so many fantastic, deep human beings also. So I choose to stay on the positive side and see the possibilities and opportunities. Mm. And... Uh, and work for that, you know. And 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 also every day, there are so many great people. So it would be, there are all 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 reasons to to believe that um, that things are are going the right way. But we have to be aware, and I think also we have to uh, be those that have the possibility to see that change change can happen and impact. In the what can you say, quote unquote, right direction. I think uh, it's time to speak up about that, and and um, yeah, because because we see uh, and and there's small little behaviors of you know what you what you buy and what you eat, how you pollute and how you don't. You know, all those things is, is a matter of having a consciousness uh, related to all of that and and do something. But we are here, um, and I think we can. We can make it and and do great things, I'm sure. You know, I love I love what you say about <clears throat> having a consciousness about those things because, um, you know, I think we forget that mm. every move we make, every item we purchase, as you said, yeah. every um, the type of food we eat, uh, okay. all of that influences. Commerce. It's it's a part of the commerce in the yeah. world, and mm-hmm. the commerce truly drives a lot of our um, the cultures in the world. And yeah. you know, if we want to make change, that we can do that through commerce. You know, by making individual choices. Yeah, this is this is so important, and um, and then I I thought about another thing that. I I like that um, I think it's so important and like why I, I, I try to at the conferences we always have some music, we have songs and we have art and I think we need to surround ourselves mm-hmm. with art mm-hmm. and so that we put our heart into things so that we don't distance ourselves because when it's it's when you are in the in the same when you are together different culture, different backgrounds and so on, once there is is some Culture, art, something that we all can be part of. That's what makes us um, also part of the same global family, if you like. So that's very important. I think that we that we are in touch with our or or heart ourselves. Um, and and why not add that into the things we are we are doing commerce about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To make it a whole 
You're a human being, so... So make that a requirement, right? So make yeah. that a requirement yeah. of um, living, you know, make it yeah. a requirement okay. of human race. When you think about, you know, back into the, the age of the Renaissance and, you know, et cetera, there was, art was vital to yeah. the development of society, and yeah. art was vital to the um, economic development of that society, so mm-hmm. it wasn't as if you had to have one or the other, which it seems that we have come to that place in the Western cultures about you yeah. have to have one or the other, and, yeah. um, and, and I'm seeing some of the Eastern cultures actually um, begin to have some mm-hmm. of that same belief system, which mm-hmm. makes me very nervous. But um, so I know that you you really find that it's important for not only individuals to support each other, but specifically mm-hmm. for women to support women. Um, and you know, what is the way that you see that women can do that these days? Yeah, I think it's um, on several levels. Um, I, I think it's very important we support each other also on the level of expectations. Uh, so if you think about what we talked about earlier in this conversation, um, you know, our expectations inside companies, how to do a career, how to behave, how to be. And, and I think that's also a place where, where women need to support each other. If, if women are really saying that, oh, I can't really be myself at work because expectations is that I'm somehow different, that I fit in very much to the corporate expectations. I think here, too, is a place where women can support each other in, 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 in creating cultures where women can be themselves. So if, if one woman stand out, you know, don't, don't treat her bad, treat her well, support her. Um, and, and, and everywhere, I think now it's a time where we really need to build communities also in the world. And uh, there, there are... Um, they are easy to live alone with all the tools we have, and I think it is very important now that we support each other in relationships at work, outside work, talk to your neighbor, be you know all of those things, and, and especially I think women who are now really taking on uh, big power jobs and, and responsibilities also outside of the the homes in the countries where that has been the only way before and. I mean, countries where we have had possibility of work for many, many, many years outside of home now, you see, as we take on more power, um, I think supporting each other in staying mm-hmm. also women is very important. Yeah. And not so I know. each other and all that stuff. You know? Absolutely vital. I know that people are going mm-hmm. to want to know more about this and more about you, Kristen. We've come to the end of our show. So mm-hmm. how, can people get in, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, the best thing is to look at our website, www.winconference.net, winconference.net, and the email is info at winconference.net. And on the the page, you will find all information about um, what, um, about me, but more importantly about the conference and all of Mm -hmm. it. Kristen, it has been a delight having you here today. It's always a delight having you on Leading Conversations. We hope you come back again. And um, you, you just inspire women around the world, and your work really matters in this world. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, Cheryl. It's wonderful to talk with you. 
And remember, everyone, to think big, because the world could be a better place because of a conversation that matters. This is Cheryl Esposito. Thank you for spending this hour with Cheryl Esposito and Leading Conversations. You can listen live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you have a question or comment for Cheryl, please email her at leadingconversations at alexaconsulting.com. That's L-E-A-D-I-N-G-C-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N-S at A-L-E-X-S-A-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.